Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and I am natural today. And oh. I will be the Dr. Junkie. You are definitely well, you're, a junkie. You're going to have to be a junkie ninja. Junkie ninja. Dr. Junkie ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural, supernatural junkies. junkies. Coming at you. Hey, folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies, and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly what why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, this is Robin Leach coming from the humble abode of the Kevin Cruz House of the Rich and Famous. We have our favorite doctor in here, Dr. Dennis O'Hara. O'Hara. That's right. He is our super ninja. And also, <laughs> Kevin is super. And Alex is only junkie today. She's the <laughs> funky junkie. But she this. has all of the junk on what is transpiring in our society and with our children. That was a lot of different accents all in one. I did it all. I almost got my Inspector Crusoe in there, too. (laughs) Sneak it in later. Yeah. Well, we have to teach her a lesson that... I shouldn't open this. <laughs> yes, we've learned. We've it's like learned. the laundry. Lessons. It's like the laundry lesson. Yeah. Don't, don't let them do the laundry. Learned, right. Everything will be pink. Lesson is learned. <laughs> Lesson is learned. Well, and now we'll be better for it. All right. Do you want to start with some scripture? Okay, I'll do it. You, so it turns out I'm coming in with a hot scripture here, Doctor Dennis. Uh, mm-hmm. We were fighting about which one was going to nah, do it. I think that yeah, you need to do this one. I right. think this is a good one. So this is a great verse for two reasons. Number one, it's because of the timing. So this was a, a, a scripture was given to the children of Israel, you know, really when they were entering the promised land. Mm-hmm. And it was really about how to keep it. And you think about how our country was really found on the same thing. People were fleeing where they were to come to a place of freedom. Freedom of religion and freedom of family. And that's really what made us great. So this is why this is so important for us. 
And this is what God says. He says, and these words, which I command you this day, shall be in your heart, and you shall teach them diligently unto your children. And you shall talk about them when you sit down, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. Sounds like all the time. Yeah. And you shall bind them for a sign upon your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and upon thy gates. And you know, that is why I tend to put, I love to put just a saying over almost every door <laughs> in yeah. your house. Yeah. Because this is the tradition that made America. And you think about if anything is obvious, if you've been number one, you don't go, hmm, we all see this thing sliding. Everybody sees it. Mm. But you got to think, isn't it time to turn back? And if you turn back and look at the history of America, you mm -hmm. cannot miss the Judeo-Christian ethic. You cannot miss that families is what made America great and produced a generation that literally was the greatest generation of all time and the greatest country of all time. Mm -hmm. So this is that time where we see now with transhumanism, not transhumanism, transgenderism, the, the other one too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. We see that assaulting a new generation of our of our children right in school at their most vulnerable time. And so this is why this scripture is the best way is to, to we have to learn to teach these children yeah. something differently. Yeah. Right. And no one's saying that, you know, if you're an adult and you're making these decisions, that's something that has to be on your shoulders you know you're an adult your brain is fully developed you are capable of making that decision and dealing with the repercussions but what's happening here is they're going after younger and younger children i am for biden to say an eight-year-old can make this kind of decision a decision that affects the rest of their life and um to prove this point i want to uh oh it's going to start a video and talk about uh this particular and i don't want to say her name because she has since pulled her video off of youtube but i watched it and it's gone. And I think that's because it got picked up by so many media outlets that it was probably overwhelming. Um, they probably and, didn't want it out there. And certainly, right. So what happens when people, young children, start to say, I don't think this was right for me. They start to detransition. Um, they instantly get canceled, right? Part of this cancel culture that we have. They get vilified. They get denigrated. They get um, made fun of. They get humiliated. They, and then people are like, no, you really have a mental disorder. Um, and point the finger. And so I'm sure that was what she got. But anyway, I won't mention her name, but I watched this video and I showed it to a few people and it was absolutely heartbreaking because you could feel it was palpable, her pain. And okay, so it just says, according to the video, this girl lived as transgender for eight years. She started when she was 11 years old and she's like now 19. Um, and she had a double mastectomy known as top surgery and a hysterectomy. Um, and so the bottom surgery as well. It begins by noting the following is very vulnerable, this is her words, and personal account of my experiences as a D-trans woman. She starts by saying, it's like mourning an entire life that should have been mine. I don't know how this happened to me. It's like a virus or something infected me and it happened so quickly and I was right there agreeing to every single thing, but I don't know how it happened. If I would have just waited, she, wait, she commented. She discussed the consequences of transitioning, saying, I can't have kids. I'll never lose my virginity before going on to say, I feel like I just have to accept the scraps of the life I should have had. She also discussed the conditions under which she began transitioning, saying, I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, but I was young and I was sad. I was impressionable and I thought this would fix everything. There's no fixing it. There's no making it better. I have to live like this for the rest of my life and figure out how to be okay with it. 
She then said, right now, I don't see that. I don't see a path. She also explained why she lived as transgender for eight years, saying the reasons why it took so long and the reason was definitely to try and avoid the unavoidable, which is all this pain and all this mourning of all this loss. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm consistently questioning why did this happen to me? How did I let this happen to me? Um, it, it's heart, It's absolutely heartbreaking. This is a girl that's 19 years old. She'll never have children. She'll never be able to have intimate relations with her husband. Like this should be just a, a giant cautionary tale. Well, it's heartbreaking. And, and that's the thing, you know, we have situations where, again, parents are not allowed to even talk to somebody about, you know, not being or identifying as to what they identify as or to detransition. You have literally laws that are being put in place to, to say that tr transitioning back is impossible. And yet here you have these tragic stories that are coming out. So it's horrible. This is another one. This is another young and this this one. She's in a lot of news. Um, her name is Chloe. And she says, I was failed by the system. I literally lost organs. When Chloe was 12, she decided she was transgender. At 13, she came out to her parents. That same year, she was put on puberty blockers and prescribed testosterone. At 15, she underwent a double mastectomy. Less than a year later, she realized she made a mistake. By that time, she was 16 years old. Now 17, she is um, a growing number of detransitioners who seek to reverse gender transition often after realizing they actually do identify with their bio biological sex. Um, it, I think I've seen interviews, several interviews with her, and luckily she didn't do the bottom surgery, right? Because there's, folks, there's no reversing that. There's no whoopsie, I made a mistake there. Yeah, yeah. it's done. Yeah, if, I if, mean, the top surgery couldn't they just do implants or something. They, they could, you know, it's not the same as having actual breast tissue. We all right. know that. Right. But at least it, at least they, they can appear like right. a, they're a girl again, right? Mm -hmm. Um, this and so you might say like, oh, and I know the people that are, are support this will be like, well, there aren't that many people that detransition. I would beg to differ. It's growing number. The more that we we do this sort of, um, these sort of medical castrations on these young people, the more people that are going to come out later because they realize they made a mistake. But on the Reddit boards, there's a detransition board, and it has forty thousand members. Really? Now, yes, and you might say, well, maybe they're on there to see the freak show or to see the pictures. I'm going to tell you that the I've been on that board many times, and that board is not mm -hmm. actually, there's not sexual pictures happening. There's nothing titillating or sexy about it. It's these really horrible stories. One these, after another. Yes, 40,000 members. Tell me that that's a small portion. That is not any Reddit board that has 40,000 members of people consistently posting their D-trans story. And a lot of them will say, I, I'm not saying... Um, this because they don't want to get the hate they know that the hate is coming their way they know that as soon as they do that all that support they had gets yanked out from underneath them and they get labeled as a crazy well, of course they can't have they, they can't have you going against the narrative right i mean the same thing happened with uh, the homosexuals coming out of that movement that's crazy so we want to talk now and i'm gonna this is going to be um, a more even uh, did, participation did, did um did bruce bruce jenner did he have transitioned I yeah. know he did the top. He did yeah. the bottom? I think he did the bottom, too. Really? I think. I don't know. I don't keep up with him. Sorry. Um, and I do purposely call it Bruce Jenner. <laughs> right. No, right. I'm sorry. Right. Well, there's. we know that there is no... So uh, we do need to understand that these constructs that they say are either male or female, largely things they're picking are cultural 
uh, societal norms that have nothing to do with gender. What color you like. If you like pink, it doesn't make you male or female. If you like to paint your nails, doesn't make you male or female. If you like no. to wear makeup, doesn't make you male or female. None of these things makes you male or female. What makes you male or female is either an XY chromosome or an XX. That's that's it. You either have a boy part between your legs or a girl part. We know that the chimeras out there, those it's such a rare occurrence that we yeah. can't even include them in the conversation, right? No, they're less than 0.01%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so, hermaphrodites, right. it's a genetic uh, thing. Yeah. That's even less. Yes. And we know, so we know that that exists out there. That's not what we're addressing here, right? We want to be clear on that. Mm-hmm. But um, let's start by talking that, so we're, <laughs> they're starting this with 12 and 11 year olds. Well, and I seems like one of the ones we talked about where the girl specifically mentioned, I had no idea that there's such a thing as a tomboy. Right. You, yeah. I so, think it might be it might yeah. have been Chloe, but yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you're thinking about. Let me get this straight. You don't know what a, everybody knew what a tomboy was, right? Right. Yeah. That, that I, some I was girls a don't like Barbies, don't like pink. dresses. I hate pink. Do you see what I'm saying? I wore combat here? boots growing up. When you listen to the reasons, somehow I see that. Yeah. yeah always, always, <laughs> always combat boots. Everyone always knew. There's Alex with her combat boots. Yeah. Because she wanted to kick someone. Did she kick in some? That's right. But I never. Boots. I hated pink. Right. Hated pink. You know, that didn't make me a boy. But think right. about the most right. silly thing you've ever reasoned. It was why you're not a, you know, you are a woman, but you can't be a woman because you don't like pink. How or, dare you? And you start to realize, again, Alex goes back to this, this cognitive side of the brain isn't fully developed. Right. right. They get involved with the peer pressure, right? And right. again, their glitter family is just all over them with praise and adoration. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. so all of a sudden, boom, they're in this thing and they get wrapped up in this. And this is where their love and affirmation and even affection is coming from. And they go, this is who I am. Yeah, right? I, I mean, I yeah. could totally see all of that happening to the kids and yeah. all that pressure having been a child and we have all been through this stage. But I do not understand how the parents can allow it. Other than that, they are totally dysfunctional. It's a great time to bring up a past episode too where we talk a little bit more about a few things, but episode 45 and 44, a heartfelt discussion about pride with Pastor Mark Culligan. He was amazing um, and can Jesus transform our sexuality. I suggest you guys go back and listen to those. Well, what he does so well, and by the way, he had us in tears at least three times. Yeah, he's great. What he does, you have to remember Hi, that, that everybody... <laughs> Everybody that's going through you. this is is a human being. Yes. Right. Yes. And that they have their frailties and their weakness and they want love and they want affection. And they, this is who they are. And so we need to remember this as we go through this difficult and sensitive subject. But what he really did is he showed you how the wounds in his life made him draw a line. And that line was, I will never let that happen to me again. Right. And so this is that line where they then begin to turn and they never let somebody in again. Yeah. You see, and this is what happened. I got hurt and now I'm going to shut down my real self, my real heart. And so that's why when they bump into this, you know, glitter family, if you will. Right. That's why it's so powerful, has such a powerful effect on them because now they realize, well, this is the first place I've ever been loved and accepted. And that's why there's so much pull here. Um, I've had two, you know, as a youth, you know, somebody working. <laughs> Are you hijacking? I am, oh. but I've had two of them, um, you know, come in and talk about exactly why 
this alternative lifestyle is so you know pervasive and we need to remember that this is also true of the trans movement that this lifestyle is so loving and accepting and this is a big the trap. opposite yeah yeah unless you try and go back but it's, again we we talked about this being spiritual right right it's no different than cults and what they do and how they bring people in it is a cult really right you, you understand what i say it's a belief system okay and it's basically people trying to fill that that void that's in their in their life right that give them there. that acceptance and that love but as soon as you question that though all that gets shut off and turned to the opposite it turns to hate of course and that's of that's course. when you that's when you see the heart right because um that's not what jesus has for anybody right <laughs> and that's not what he wants no. for any of us no. so and, and that's when you can really see the, the their true hearts coming out that's true. So I want to talk about, um, and I really want you guys involved in this, in the medications that they're giving to children, right? Because they're starting as eight, as as young as eight, nine, ten, or eleven years old. And you think about that, they're they're giving them um, puberty blockers. And so there's a mm -hmm. horrifying story about this young boy who decided that he was a girl very young, and so they started him on um, puberty blockers at that age. And then now as an eighteen year old, he's decided that he is his gender he really is a male but what happened to him is because of the drugs that he was put on his penis never fully developed mm. and guess what folks it never will now it never will because of the medication so when they say that these drugs are reversible again a lie they're not reversible we'll talk about later other countries that have stopped doing this sort of transition and giving these drugs to young kids do it now okay um, <laughs> Do it now. All right. So Sweden, talk about it now. Sure. Sweden, Australia, and um, Florida have decided, but in the UK. So in particular, those three countries, Sweden, have reversed. Yeah, because Florida is a country. No, and we're establishing uh, our independence right now. That's right. <laughs> Alex no, that's just nuts. did it. <laughs> yeah, I think she did. <laughs> I said so. No, um, go DeSantis. Um, no, those three countries have reversed their position on transitioning. Uh, youth because Sweden and Australia in particular said and even the UK acknowledges that the meds once you have taken them they cause permanent changes but the full effect of which we don't fully know because there's no studies so you know th these children have become a giant experiment a giant medical experiment where we're doing um, medical castrations that just seems to be legal these days alex you're allowed to experiment on, on humans now you don't need an animal that, no that's true we've set the precedent haven't we yeah. we've set the precedent that it's totally mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. and acceptable to make us science experiment the guinea pigs right mm -hmm. and um who cares who cares what the aftermath is uh but those countries at the very least have looked into it and said yeah we're causing serious permanent damage uh by doing this and one of this is great this is um from the telegraph talking about tavistock in uk and um, it's the sex change clinic, one of the largest sex change clinics there is, but it's in the UK. And this is the outlet encouraged doctors and its draft guidance to recognize such ideology could simply be a transient phase and young prepubescent children should be treated based on evidence that in most cases, gender incongruence can, does not persist into adolescence. Um, and that is by, uh, you know, a country that was doing these very young to very young people very early on and recently and we're talking just in the last few months have was reversed that, was that. that sweden that was um uk, UK. the doctors from the uk from tavistock the largest wow. sex change clinic yes um also 
Sweden, Australia, no longer doing it. Um, premier Swedish hospital nixes puberty blockers and trans treatment for minors under 16. Uh, not safe Britain's Tavistock sex change clinic for children closed after damning report. Vanderbilt, the one who was saying, hey, $40,000 for top surgery. Um, gender clinic halts trans surgeries on minors after the uproar caused by that video, by the way. So our voice does have an effect. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they have to admit that. So don't stop. Well, the, what's nice here is that they are acknowledging that children are going through this confusion, right? And again, like the Swedish study actually said that good psychological care is fundamental. Do you see uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're starting to go back to this. Remember how we talked about how it used to be considered a mental condition? And here is Sweden. Again, as progressive as you get. But, you know, you can see children are being harmed here. And yet we're still, again, full bore ahead. Just like we right. did with the vaccine. Right. You know, here right. they all halted it and banned the vaccine after 85% of them were vaccinated in Iceland, right? But we were still going forward, right? Go ahead and read that. Yeah. I, I just, uh, just yeah. to the side, guys, when you, Alex, you were talking about these puberty blockers, I, I just happened to come across the Mayo Clinic site on them. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the uh, puberty blockers. These medications most commonly used to suppress puberty are known as gonadotropin-releasing hormone mm-hmm. uh, analogs. Here's what you need to know about the benefits, side effects, and long-term effects. Um, what they do is that they block um, the, the, the sex hormones in a, in a child. So mm-hmm. the releasing of testosterone or estrogen, yeah. okay? So that will affect the primary sex characteristics. So primary sex characteristics are sexual organs present at birth, including penis, scrotum, testicles, and uterus, mm-hmm. ovaries, and vagina. Secondary sex characteristics, these are changes, are physical changes in the body that typically appear during puberty. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. And blocking this. Uh, examples include breast development and facial hair. Okay. So this stuff, so these, they're basically using a pituitary hormone that's blocking the release of the um, sex hormones and the, the secondary sexual characteristics that that happening. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, you know, facial hair, deepening of the voice, development of, of genitalia and all that kind sure. of stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that is. I mean, for them to, to interrupt physiology like that. Right. And, you know, one of... The biggest proponents of this was that uh, young girl on TLC show. She has her own show called I Am Jazz. She wrote a book for kindergartners, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, what because she did, that's her audience. Yeah, I know, right? But that's what, her target audience. Bizarre. But what she doesn't admit, that you know, she talks about how great it is to be uh, transgender. But what she doesn't admit is because she was put on puberty blockers at a very young age. When they tried to change her boy part to a girl part, um, they couldn't. It was an experimental surgery. They even admitted because they showed, you know, TLC was there in the middle of surgery. The doctors were arguing over what to do with it. <laughs> and um, she didn't have enough skin. So it split wide open right after they had created it. This right. caused um, immense damage and suffering for her to where she had to actually put off going to, I believe it was Harvard for two years to recover and to try and get this straight. Um, and still, it's not quite right. Uh, she doesn't tell you that part though when she goes into her book for kindergartners I'm sure but uh, that's what's happening that's what we're doing and also you know we have to we have to think about when they let's say the child's a little bit older and uh, maybe 14 maybe 15 and now they've decided to put that child on Mm. estrogen if they're a boy 
mm-hmm. and testosterone if they're a girl. There are permanent changes that take place in their body because of that that are irreversible. So what happens if a, you know they put a girl on testosterone? Well, well it, first they have to use the puberty blocker because they had to block the estrogen. So then true. you give them the testosterone, which will cause them to have male characteristics okay right and so but we're also asking their body to run on something that it's not used to running on because you're still biologically a female i mean i hate to tell you that but it's still that's the way it is right but women do have testosterone (laughs) levels when it's right it's low when they're in the balance we see let's take a bodybuilder for instance a female bodybuilder obviously they're messing a lot with male testosterone and growth hormone and they start to look manly right so you know the so we can see that if we look for instance if you look at a female bodybuilder that does take it there because the bones in your face aren't fused mm-hmm. the jaw grows right mm-hmm. you start to develop facial hair mm-hmm. you start to um lose weight mm-hmm. you start to get more muscular you mm-hmm. start to lose body fat right but you also um testosterone is a very powerful drug in mm-hmm. fact it's a controlled drug it's not something you can just give out freely because um what it does to the person so shapeshifter in particular was a boy is a boy um he'll tell you that when they put him so after surgery you know of course they put him on puberty blockers and estrogen and he's like he went it it created a brain fog right Mm -hmm. it um he started to instantly gain weight Mm -hmm. his body shape started to change because he started to hold more fat he started to develop um uh, what is scoliosis Mm -hmm. okay so (laughs) did he also start to get yeah. Uh, he he, oh, yeah. he had all the surgeries too to make him more look like a female. He looks just like a female, but um, yeah, he started to get breast tissue because he it started to watch the body know, composition girly movies and stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. stupid. Oh yes, <laughs> don't watch Legally Blonde. I hate that movie. Um, but anyway, stupid. I'm sorry. I was just trying to throw in a little. Couldn't couldn't do it, there, dude. You know, I mean. But, but think. Okay, so you know, one of the things that strikes me as crazy is that. You know, he talks about how he went to a deep um, mental fog and depression because his body is not used to running on that. That's not what his body makes. And so um, his body didn't know what to do with that. So he entered, he, he's like, until he started taking testosterone again a few months ago, he didn't even realize the funk that it put him in, the depression mm-hmm. that it sends one into. But also, you're basically taking this young person's body and you're throwing it into the same hormonal state as a postmenopausal woman. Think about that. Mm-hmm. You're throwing it into exactly the same state as a postmenopausal woman. Does that sound like something you or want to do to a, a 11, 12, 15, uh, 20-year-old? Yeah. To be postmenopausal when you're 12? Not yeah. to mention the increase in cancer right? Right. that you're now you're exposing them to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to all the other craziness. Now, when we do it to a female and throw testosterone, now, of course, her mood changes it, it slightly gets better for a little bit but then it starts to have the she starts to um get male pattern baldness a lot of the girls will go on there saying not only did i start growing more hair in certain parts of my body but i also developed male pattern baldness mm. which means what? that they you know teleport women to menopause and they teleport you know the ones that want to be men they, into middle-aged men well it's really not middle age it's really called midlife crisis right Right. right. So you can imagine how traumatic well, that is. Man- menopause. Menopause. Man- well, I mean, we yeah, have yeah. a very serious problem in this country is that there's a lot of men who naturally have are having low T. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have it. I think it ha- happens to be with you know the food supply and the estrogens yeah. in the food and imbalances and so forth. 
But I mean, Kev, I've had patients come in to me that they're in their thirties and their testosterone levels are under three hundred. Yeah, I mean, it just shouldn't be. It just shouldn't happen. Yeah. Well, you can see everything coming together, but again, this is why Sweden's National Board of Health and Welfare is saying, "Hey, look, these drugs, what we're doing, this isn't working. You know, Mm -hmm. counseling is way better." And again, then admitting that they are likely to grow out of this, Mm -hmm. just like. Yeah, we were all cool. We were goth. We were, you know, alternative. Well, I do still like my Doc Martens. What happened to all the goth kids? Right? But yeah, but yeah I don't, I, I just, it was just a phase, man. Right? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, but you also have to, let's look at from their side. They can't create this change as well, because Alex yeah. was just talking about the the surgical failures, right? Right. Earlier. Right. So they can't create this change as well unless they get them before puberty and give them these blockers. That's right. And chemically change them. That's right. And then now when they they suppress the growth of their genitalia, their natural genitalia, it's the you know then that maybe they don't have to do the bottom surgery, but it's easy just to do the top surgery or whatever. But the thing is, is that there's, uh, there's well, some like, serious things going on. Like yeah. the first one you well, quoted, like, here I am. I'm stuck with this now. How do I right. get through the rest of my life? And this is something we kind of alluded to. But, you know, the real proof probably is, is that the suicide rate goes up. Yes, that uh, was. Not, ap- not go yes. down. You put them on all this stuff whether the, the drugs, the surgeries, mm-hmm. the suicide rate doesn't go After down. After they yet, do all this, yeah. And yes. yet you're the ones, and what, what do they advertise this? They say that the people that are, you know, again, you know, promoting God's plan, that men are men and women are women, right. we're the ones who are destroying families. Yeah. Yeah, right. we're the ones who are destroying families because we won't let these children, okay, transition, right? That's right. what it says. I mean, this is the kind of stuff, and it's exactly the opposite. Well, right? I'm... I'm I mean, now going to interject towards the, the spiritual aspect of this. Um, and this goes out to those of us who consider ourselves part of Christ's church. It's time to man and woman up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's time to speak take up. Take a stand. It's time to take a stand. Don't worry about being accepted by society. You have to stand up. And you have to stand up for for Christ. If That's you right. If you don't believe it's it's important for you to be involved in society, look on what's going on around you. What they did to the church was silence the church. They did it by allowing us to worship in our own little prisms, but they told us not to bring our religion into the public square. Started taking it out of the public square. Can't can't have the Ten Commandments anywhere. Can't have uh, you know nativity scenes. Can't have all this other stuff. Yeah. But you know they took. God out of society, and now we're seeing the result. Well, how about this one? How about the ugly duckling? Okay, what was wrong with the little ugly duckling? Well, he thought he was the ugly duckling. That's what he called himself. That's what everybody <laughs> called himself. But one day, what did he turn into? A glorious swan. Absolutely. We, this stage where they're attacking our children, mm-hmm. is their ugly duckling mm. stage yeah. yes this is it this is how they've identified yeah, them and trapped yep. them mm. and now they are trying to make them into what a duck when they are a swan yeah that's, right. that's exactly what's going on oh, here gosh. and you start to see the crime that's really happening it is the phase we've all gone through it the ugly it duckling stage and we cannot oh, yeah. allow these people remember so what would you say to the ugly duckling you say wait Give it time. That's not who You're you are. Well, that's, that's what that You're girl just, was saying. If yeah. I'd waited. I just yeah. need to wait. Waited. You have something beautiful inside of you. 
even if you're a little more male than female. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm a guy who's a little more feminine, right? I'm a girl who's a little more masculine. Right. Wait. Right. You're not who you are yet. Yeah. You're still growing. That's right. You're not even a duck. You're a swan. Mm. You see him? And that's what mm. they're trying to do. They're saying, yeah. you feel like you're a duck, so we're going to make you a duck. Mm. And that's the truth. You see, you start wow. to look at this from any angle, Christian, just basic logic sense. Yeah. Why would we be mutilating the flesh of little children that are not even old enough to vote? They're not able to buy alcohol and make other decisions, but Nothing. you're going to let them make this decision, sure. which is life changing, life shattering. Yeah. And it's just, it's just beyond belief, all for a political agenda satanic satanic yeah, well blair white who is a trans um woman she says you know i love the way she put it um she's conservative which seems like an oxymoron but um she was saying that we are going to look back on this transition sort of therapy and what we're allowing to happen as the um sort of medical and pharmaceutical lobotomies of the 21st century. She's That's like, right. we're going to look back on this and this is what this is going to be because it is tragic that we are allowing this to happen and that we're doing it to such young people and we're causing irreversible damage. You know, there are things that, so you might say, oh, what's the big deal if the girls just go on testosterone? Well, it does things to their body that are irreversible. For one, the biggest change for a lot of them, if you watch these videos, is it changes their voice. It makes it very manly and masculine, something they can never reverse. And hair, from my heart. Oh, really? I didn't know about the hair, but I did but know the hair the voice. just starting to grow in places that they don't want it to grow forever. Right. Even if they get off of it, it won't stop. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, nobody wants that. But, uh, you know, the girls are saying like a lot of them were like, well, I used to sing. They they can't because now their voices are completely different. They're yeah. male voices now. Yeah. And and that for a lot of them is a huge regret when they decide that they are, in fact, female because they sound like a man. Yes. They look like a female, but their voice never is able to go back to what it was. It wow. always maintains a man's voice from then on. Sad. And I was like thinking, oh, what if you're female with an already deep voice? Like you, I'd sound like a total dude. Well, yeah, you really what, wonder how that's up, gonna. Alex, how you doing? Right. What's up? This is Alex from oh. Supernatural Junkies. Oh, hey, Alex. Right. What's up? Well, you wonder if there's <laughs> also gonna be some fertility issues that could come down the road. You know? Oh, that's that's permanent. They're they're probably rendered from a lot of these drugs wow. infertile. Yeah, well, what I was yeah. I was just reading that on yeah. the, the Mayo Clinic uh, website that yeah they block menstruation right and so lupin there's, there's, one of the ones they give them causes brain swelling they give it to cancer patients as well yeah. and they <laughs> it causes brain swelling yeah like is this is does that sound like something you would openly like yeah let's sign my kid up for that it used to be you know as a parent you're supposed to be protecting them. Well, this is I, not and, protecting and now, them. And, and, and in defense of some parents, the, the states, the states overstanding yeah, its have, boundary right. too here because you know we've talked about the you know yeah, I to get the into family, that. the church, and the state. Right, the three pillars of society. The states overdoing their their boundaries here once again. Right. Because now they're uh, like California just voted out a law that now they're a trans sanctuary state. So if a transgender child wants to move to California. They'll take them in wow. and, and outside wow. their parents. Uh, you know, they they are interfering with <laughs> with the parents 
there goes that text message again. Yeah. They're interfering with the parental rights. Yeah. You have parental rights. And this goes back to Yeah, something. they take the kids away from the Hillary, parents. Hillary Canada. Clinton said this back in the 90s. She was she was anti-parent back then. She was saying, it takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> now, we're going to control your children. You drop your kids off at the door of a school, guess what? The school, take they think they're the parent now. Right. Right, which is the way they want it, Right. No, it's the only well, way to get to get out of it is to to get out of it. So you know what I'm saying. This is a good segue into another um, major part of this discussion. Um, first of all, when they started a lot of this stuff in school, not just the curriculum, but they started something called a transgender gender nonconforming report plan, and uh. this is something where they actually are having kids. Okay, talk about. What name do you want to go under? Oh yeah, first day what, of school. What school? What what bathroom do you want to use? If there's a lay, you know, a sleepover, which 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 you know section are you more comfortable, you know, being in that dorm? Okay, and so this is a, a plan that is done with the child, and it is completely off books. The parents do not know anything about it, and all of a sudden, okay, they can't even disclose it. And so this happened to a, a lady here in Florida, and believe it or not. Children have actually, you know, again, been taken away from their parents, yeah. literally, through this stuff. The child services can actually get involved. So there's a way in which that our, again, the Supreme Court has upheld that we as parents have the right to direct and guide our children. And yet here we have the school coming in, doing all this stuff right off books, and then not sharing that information. And again, if you buck, okay, once the child says what they say in this, you know, this non-gender uh, transgender non-gender conforming report um, you now could be considered a danger to your child and again we see Biden going backwards and saying that no public money will be ever given to anybody that's what detransitioning the child they use this report to that's say sick. that this child has transitioned and now if you get in the way of, or, or try and promote detransitioning now you are against the law you see, and this is how they're taking parental rights away from the parents. And this is a great danger to, to everybody, everybody that has a child yeah. in school. And so this is astonishing yeah. that they've actually put this report and it actually puts some wheels to things and that that's how they can use and separate you from your child. Not only they're gonna teach you this stuff, but they're gonna separate you, divide you from your children. That's just, I mean, it's insane. Sick. Again, there's lack of parental rights. And I know that I know that a lot of people were cheering DeSantis when he, he didn't allow this stuff to be taught to, you know, first through third grade or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Well, let's how about, oh. how, no, hold on. How about never right. being taught? Right. I, I didn't learn health, I didn't learn about sex until health class in ninth grade. Right. Taught well, to me by my gym teacher. Well, <laughs> well, I, I can't imagine. So, can you imagine how confusing it is to walk into your first grade class? You're five years old, um, and they're like, "What are your pronouns? What are those? You don't even know how to read yet. How do you know what your pronouns are? You know what I mean? Like, somebody go, "Well, are you he or she? You know? Okay, I guess. But I'm thinking my kids would be like, if you were like, and I'm wolf and wolf self, and I'm fairy and fairy self, they'd be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" They would have no idea. They're also, you know, it's, it's a sexualization that's happening. Um, and when we teach children yes. these things, we make them curious about it. Whereas they would normally not have any of this curiosity unless they had been exposed to something already. 
Let's be honest. It's like Kevin said before. It's like grooming. Yeah, it's 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 pedophilia. Totally. It's pedophilia. And you might say, oh, as a Christian, you say that about everything. But the truth is, is if you have children and you're not obsessed with sexuality yourself and you allow your children to develop that naturally as they should, you're kind of like, yeah, that doesn't even enter their mind at all. And we've all seen, or hopefully people are aware that we literally have had, you know, transgendered people that are doing sexual things in front of our children as a family oh, and they're friendly being applauded. they're being, and being applauded, applauded. like and this you, is can you imagine that if somebody was doing that you know from a heterosexual right. way right. what would we call this i mean this is this is how far the Kool-Aid has been drunk. It has been spiked to high heaven. Yep. How could anybody in their right mind allow men who are dressed up like women to gyrate in front of children? And people talk about Jim Jones. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying not condoning Jim Jones, but come on. Yeah, this is we're talking about societal change and and, and pedophilia, mutilation of of children. Oh yeah. But what the heck? We aborted sixty million of them. Right. Yeah. Well, and then think how they were able to, you know, parents standing up and saying, listen, these are our children. You don't have the right to indoctrinate them. That's all we said here in Florida. And what did they call it? Don't say gay, Bill. And then what does that turn it into? What is, what, you it's know, just so a oh, negative. It's a right. negative. Uh, oh, yeah. well, you're, you're saying that I, I am not safe to talk about uh, being gay. As That's not what that bill is. Not it's, safe. I, my brother, actually... He, I was on the phone with him, and he's like, "What about that crazy governor and that don't say gay bill?" He's not from here, and I was just like, "That's not what that bill's about, by the way." So I had to break it down for him, and I was like, "Actually, what it's about is you're not allowed to talk to my third grade or under about anything sexual without me present, which means you're not even allowed to talk about straight sex with that child. It doesn't just say right. it doesn't say anything right. about the the nature of the sexuality. It just says you're not allowed to have those conversations with my child." Um, why is that wrong? And I asked him that. I said, why is that wrong? What did he say? He was like, oh, well, what about... And then he just brought something else up. Because, you know, when faced with the truth, okay. it falls apart. And the blah, truth... Blah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It just yeah. kind of drives me crazy. Like, people are talking about things they have mm. no idea about. But the truth is, is if... Like, what if I, as a cisgender person, go into a school and say, I want to perform a celebration of whoever I am act and I am wearing things with my butt cheeks hanging out and literally um, my breasts taped together in, in a box with a see-through thing on it like bubbling over stuff and oh, covered in sequins and is keep going is, uh, <laughs> she's stop. going down that rabbit hole really I think no, we but, got the picture but, <laughs> no I mean but that is what's happening in front of these children it would not be allowed you'd be like have you lost your mind there was a woman that went to a PTA mm. meeting and she was dressed in a bodysuit um, with boots and whatever else and she yeah. went up to the front and she's like people are she's like Oh, I know. I know everyone's looking at me. She goes, I've heard the comments from several of you out there about how I shouldn't be dressed like this. And she said, but do you know that last week my children had a drag performer wearing exactly this outfit? Mm. And if it's not appropriate for me to wear it here, it shouldn't be appropriate for you to have an assembly where my children get to see that. Yeah, she was doing the old uh, Rush Limbaugh thing, uh, being absurd to demonstrate the absurdity. But she's like, people Mm -hmm. are literally looking at me and Mm -hmm. making comments. She goes, and I've heard all of you. Yeah. Saying how inappropriate this is. by the way, is. I agree with you. Right. That's Which what is she why said. That shouldn't have happened. Right. right. And that's right. what she said. She said, I, I think agree. Another lady I look was, ridiculous. I think she showed up in a banana. <laughs> As a banana. 
And she identified as a banana. I'm going to go with Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah. Something. (laughs) That's probably closer to what's happening. That's probably. Oh, Kevin. Kevin is super popular. He is. I don't understand how to even shut this off. So I apologize. That was two episodes ago. You didn't understand that. (laughs) Oh. And again. There goes my head. It's the same person testing him, too. Mm -hmm. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. I've already turned my phone off. It's just my. It's the computer. Yeah, that, well, we definitely went down a few rabbit holes here today. Well, and, uh, you know, for me, the, the don't say gay bill is very simple. You know, that you're not allowed to hijack and, and indoctrinate my children at an age when they're incapable of knowing or understanding anything about what you want to talk to them about, which right. is sexual things. Right. And I think it should have went at least till 13 years old. Because I mean, that's a, when this stuff really starts. That's when the body starts to do what the body's going yeah, to do. Yeah, then right. they need to know what's going on with their body. That's not, right. Not at uh, five. But what we shouldn't be teaching them, and we know this is happening in school, and forgive me, but they're teaching children how to have anal sex. Yes. They're, they're they literally are. showing them. Yes. What? what, what? These yeah. por- no, they, they are. No, they so, they do it in and very what, young. How old? What? Like five, six, seven. Come they start. on. So nope, the, the, it's true. So it's the true. and the other one we actually it's put a normal this, part of sexual expression. And if you, oh really yeah. Oh, really? I yeah. thought and that was so direction they're, only. They're teaching, they're teaching them pleasure-based teaching is what they said, how yeah. to enjoy. Yes. Because our children okay. need to be taught that. So now let's go back into the spiritual side of this mm-hmm. and, and the constitutional side of this. I, I, I believe... It's illegal to show pornography to children, and that's the way they've well, gone with kids yeah. in Florida, and yet that's still what was happening. No, they actually have classes for kindergartners. One teacher was teaching a porn literacy class to a kindergartner. Come on. She was a te- kindergarten teacher. Yeah. yeah. If you look in our book, The COVID Beast, by the way, another plug, plug for an awesome book. <laughs> Check but it out. We had, Supernaturaljunkies.com. Get we your copy. Used, we used the gender-bred person as an example of what they were teaching to kindergarten and up. This is all mind control. That's right. And we yeah. use this. And there is no one that can think that children should be exposed to something like that. That mm-hmm. somehow when you look at a child... There's no way they're capable of understanding or knowing any of that. You're putting absolute, you know, evil into their into their hearts and minds. Then and asking by asking them questions and throwing massive confusion about what reality really is. And so you start to see that's where this is grooming. This is indoctrination mm-hmm. by right. a false religion that is really again antithesis of God. And just I mean if you guys think like this is hyperbole, it's not really what's happening. Yeah, please just look it up, do a basic search. Yeah, the genderbred mm-hmm. person. Or that they're learning about sexual activities and pleasure-based activities and porn literacy. Um go ahead, just look in the headlines. There it's all there. It's disgusting and it shouldn't be happening because it is grooming. That that is do you know Kev, grooming uh, behavior. I, it's crazy, but I I thought about this in my pondering days, which seemed to be more happening day more, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems to be happening more and more. But, Tuesdays, <laughs> yeah, supernatural junkies. <laughs> no, but um, but you think about it. They took they took prayer out of school in the '60s, right? Mm-hmm. Separated God from the public square to in, insert their God, secular secularism, mm-hmm. you, uh, humanism. That's what yep. that's, and that is the state church. Okay, hmm. uh, right, right. What did we? The Constitution uh, said the separation of church and state, yeah. and 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 all the liberals and leftists they all scream like, "Oh, you're separation of church and state." Meanwhile, it's the freedom of religion, and that you should that Congress shall not instill a church religion, a, 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 a state religion, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. However, this is a religion. Absolutely. This is a religion. Evolution is not fact. It's a theory. Okay? And they won't allow any competitive theories, just like they won't allow any competitive theories to climate change right. or to vaccinations. That's right. Or to anything. That's right. So now, guys, we really did do two episodes, and it was called "What in the World's Going? What's Going On with Our Schools?" And we get into some Beth of that Kilmer. stuff. And honestly, I have to be honest with you. When we've, you know, because I've been there for these presentations, and they, when you look at some of the pictures, believe it or not, even though these pictures are something that you could show to elementary school people. They did not show them to the public. They didn't show them to the pastors, and people didn't want to see them. That's how graphic they were. In other words, the people we were trying to make aware of how bad this was were not willing to actually look at what they're showing these kids because that's how bad it was. That's a problem. And so when you talk about, and then we list a lot of those names of those books in that show, so it's definitely one to go back to look at. And again, we are a member of a Protect Our Children project that is all over uh, uh, with uh, Terry Kempel, of course, is one of the founders of that, and uh, Pastor Ernie Rivera. So we're very closely associated with support them, and they've been able to do a grassroots movement to stand up and uh, to what's happening with all of these things wow. in our schools wow. that, you know, to take back our schools, to take back our children. So this is a fight that we really believe in here at, at Supernatural Junkies. And to, you know, when you run across someone that, that, and I've talked, we've talked to our children about this, that if you run across somebody that's a girl, that's like, I, I'm a boy. All that child is really telling you is I don't know who I am, but who I think I am, I don't even love or who I really am. I don't love. That's what that tells you. And that, that's not necessarily, it's like, well, boys, if you find a girl like that, maybe give her some time, step away from that, because that's not a person, if they're not happy with you, with themselves, they're not going to be happy with you. It's an impossibility. If they don't love themselves and God, they certainly won't love you. Mm-hmm. And all that person's saying awesome. is, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be confused, but that's something that, that their parents have to address. That's a deeper that's a deeper thing that needs to be filled with proper parenting and God and to know what God says about them because God doesn't say they're a mistake. No, I listened to a great podcast on this is called generation indoctrination. And one of the stories they listed on there was because again, when child services got involved because the parent would not allow the child to have these transgender surgeries. And of course, then this, this little girl ended up, you know, committing suicide later. Uh, I guess, you know, stepped in front of a train. So you can imagine here that your child has been hijacked by this philosophy. Again, they see it on television, you know, they, they have some feeling inside of them that somehow identifies with something that somebody has told them and somehow now, well, if you feel this way, remember, if you, if you don't like pink, you know, whatever that thing is, that they tell them that somehow women aren't supposed to be this, but are growing on these stereotypes. And you could imagine then, then this child is taken away from you and then they have the surgery and then they have the suicide. And you literally, this is something that happened yeah. here in this country. So if you don't think children's lives are at stake here, this is absolutely the most satanic thing I can really imagine right. and, is hijacking our children. And we have mentioned this briefly Insane. that even after they have all these tr- gender affirming surgeries or whatnot, mm-hmm. Their um, likelihood to commit suicide is so much higher than uh, average society. Like three or five times. Yeah, it's, in, it's somewhere like in that. my papers it's, here. It's, it's up there. It, yeah. it is up there. And uh, so, if that were really the case, mm. why would they be still, you know, in that state to where they're so depressed they're committing suicide? I, 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 
And they're, they're trading in for stuff that doesn't work and they're being lied to about it. Most of these communities, these trans communities, these, these social networks, they don't mm-hmm. tell them that the parts that they have don't actually work. Yep. Well, Can I you mean, imagine doing all of that and you're never going to have children. It's not a functional part. It's never going to work. No. And you're never going to be able to have pleasure yourself. You're never going to be able to please your partner. Who would sign up for this? Right. Who in the world they, would do that? They can't make a decision like that. Yeah. Right. Not, isn't there capable. anything right. left to being a minor? I know. There isn't. Isn't it the parents' I, uh, obligation to raise them to the, at least to, to the, the law, the 18 years of age? Yeah. Well, you can see that our disbelief and the evil that we've been talking about today, we are all just overwhelmed. My, God, my stomach's sick. Yeah. We're Sorry. all overwhelmed. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's so much information. And it's, so. it's really awful because they are preying on the most vulnerable. I, 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 have, uh, I have three words. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, mm. you also said it earlier, and this is the reason why we wrote the COVID beast is because we want people to stand up mm. when you see these things happening. God puts you on this earth for a reason. Mm-hmm. You can't change everything, but you can change whether you're sitting mm-hmm. or whether you're standing. Mm-hmm. And I am encouraging you to stand and let people know that you're not going to go along with us. Jesus so. said that, you know, we're the light of the world. We don't, you're not supposed to hide that lamp right. under a, a, City a basket, on a hill. right? Yeah. You're supposed to put it on a lampstand and shine and light, light up the room. Mm-hmm. It's salt of the earth. We're the flavor. We're supposed to flavor society. We're not supposed and preserve. to preserve and preserve it. Yeah. Yep. Well, Alex, you did all the work on this one, Oof. and so thanks so much. And then also, that means you got to pray us out. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Lord, we we thank you for this opportunity to yes. talk about an extremely difficult subject. We pray that it, it falls on ears and hearts that need to hear it, Lord. And we pray that anyone that is questioning this, that you know whoever's heard this is better able to approach and speak to them in into their heart in a way that they'll hear and understand lord and um we just pray your light goes out everywhere lord that everyone listening spreads that light your light your love your knowledge and your care for them lord that's what we want more than anything and we love you and we thank you all for listening we know this was hard but thank you thank you god bless you guys Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again talking to you about Pro Tandem, and it's why we've changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program. Not only did it help me boost my thyroid, which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional, but we also saw my testosterone go up. We also saw my cholesterol go down, and of course my blood pressure go down. We've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people. This is because there is more science behind Pro Tandem than almost any product on the market. The biggest thing oxidative stress just like the silver in your house tarnishes so does every single cell in your body but when you take pro tandem you can reverse that process not by taking more antioxidants but by making more antioxidants and of course we're talking about the super antioxidant glutathione not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tri Synergizer under anti-aging products.